Hello and welcome to this latest installment of Barnard's on the NBA. I am your host, Matt Barnard, and I'm joined here by my son and co-host, Emilio. It's me. That's, uh, that's him. Uh, that's Emilio. We're joining you uh, here this week to uh, look at what's been going down in the NBA over the past week. We uh, neglected to uh, produce a uh, player-specific episode for this week. We had one uh, lined up, but uh, production uh, didn't come through for uh, for this week, so we'll be back uh, with one of those uh, next week. But in the meantime, let's uh, let's talk about what's going down in the league right now. And the biggest news of this past week, probably the uh, naming of the All-Star Reserves. We now know who will be participating in the All-Star game a week from tonight as we record this. Yeah, and um, KD not playing. Yeah, that's big news as well. KD, who's one of the captains uh, for the All-Star teams, is uh, going to be selecting players, but he's not going to be participating in the game, still uh, recovering from uh, his most recent injury. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the players who were selected, though. Uh, let, again, start off in the uh, Eastern Conference. Mills, let's talk about some of these guys. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, um, Ben Simmons, Sikolovich, and Devon Sabonis. Okay, let's uh, take it a little bit more slowly. I mean, that's a good uh, rundown of uh, who's been selected. But I'll talk a little bit about these guys uh, in uh, uh, more detail. But Jason Tatum making his second all-star appearance here. He's going to be starting in the place of uh, KD, who was uh, voted in by the fans. Hmm? Jason Tatum is? Yeah, Jason Tatum is going to be starting instead of KD. Huh? I thought, oh, he's going to be starting. Yeah, KD is going to be selecting the team, but he's going to be, Jason Tatum is going to be one of the 10 starters uh, for the game. Okay. Uh, so he's going to be joined on the team by uh, Jalen Brown. Obviously, the Celtics have uh, had a little bit of a disappointing season so far, I would say, at uh, 16 and 17 right now, a little bit under 500. Yeah. Uh, certainly not as, uh, as good a start to the season as they would have expected, but. You can't certainly can't hang that on uh, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown's uh, shoulders. No, they've actually been averaging similar numbers, both with 25 points a game. Probably been trying to set that up and execute very nicely. <laughs> um, 4.5 and 4 rebounds a game, and then 6 point I mean, assists per game, and then 6.9 and 5.5 rebounds per game. Yeah, I mean, really good stuff from both those guys. Jalen Brown, a first-time All-Star, and a very deserving one. Let's talk about another uh, first-time All-Star in, uh, in in Zach Levine. Uh, this guy averaging close to 29 points per game this year, driving some uh, some really efficient offense with the uh, with the Bulls. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was certainly worthy uh, of, of making the All-Star team this year. It's kind of nice to see him uh, break through. Yeah. Also, um, James Harden, he's got to get on there. Yeah, I mean, legendary James Harden. I mean, his ninth time uh, as an All-Star now, and uh, you know, I think uh, we'll we'll get back to this soon in a future episode, but. Uh, you know, asserting himself in the MVP conversation uh, as the Nets continue to perform at a really high level. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, also, first-time uh, All-Star in the East, uh, Julius Randle. What do you think about his uh, his being named to the team? Um, shouldn't be on the team. Well, I, I think, you know, there, there are some other players who, uh, and we can get to this as we get to the end of the, the guys who did make it, who uh, who could, could make some cases for, uh, for being on the squad. But Julius Randle certainly having an impressive statistical season. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yes. And the Knicks have been, you know, better than a lot of people would have expected. They're at yeah. 500 right now. Averaging a double-double. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, you know, got some triple-doubles to his credit. He, he's had a really good season. You certainly can't uh, argue with that. Uh, ben Simmons makes the team as well. He's uh, now a three-time All-Star, joining uh, Joel Embiid, of course, uh, from the Sixers. Um, you think he's a good choice? Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, not amazing, but... 
Yeah, had a pretty, pretty big defensive impact. I mean, in addition to his uh, offensive performance, I mean, obviously a triple-double threat every time out and, you know, has uh, shown himself to be capable of uh, doing a little bit more on the scoring side yeah. uh, in the absence of Joel Embiid uh, recently. Uh, you know, I, I think he's one of the more borderline uh, calls on on this team, but I think uh, – Yeah, also, know, as well as Julius place. Randall. As well as Julius Randall. And I think another one uh, – there could be some questions about is uh, Nikola Vucevic making his uh, second appearance. I think he certainly has performed wonderfully, and obviously the Magic have been dealing with, you know, awful injury issues uh, all season, as we've uh, laid out on the podcast, uh, you know, since the season began. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the primary issue is just that the Magic are not a very good team. Yeah. And, like, you know, do they really need to be getting an all-star over some of the other options? Yeah, and, um, yeah, he's been, like, he's been better than Julius Randle. Yeah, I, I don't think I would disagree with that. I mean, Nikola Vucevic has been terrific this year. I'm not mad about him being an All Star. Yeah. And uh, in terms of injury replacements, uh, we, uh, you know, with, with KD bowing out and participating in the uh, in the playing of the game, we've got another uh, frequently mentioned uh, guy on the podcast, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Not Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> uh, you're going to confuse the audience here. Uh, the Pacers do get an All Star though in uh, Demontis Sabonis. Yeah, um, I think he probably deserves it, but I mean. I think you can put some other players in there too. Yeah, like Jeremy Grant. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of the other uh, options that uh, that could be out there in terms of um, you know potential uh, all stars in the Eastern Conference. Pascal Siakam. Yeah, I think that there's an argument to be made for Pascal Siakam, maybe for Fred VanVleet, uh, for Bam Adebayo, for Jimmy Butler. I mean, those guys uh, you yeah. know, are not making the team. I, I still think Jeremy Grant. I mean, I, Pistons are horrible, but. Jeremy Gant has played really well. He has. And I think, you know, if you look down at the bottom of the standings, you see some other, uh, you know, possibilities. Colin Sexton has had a really good year. Yes. You know, there, there are some other worthy candidates uh, down there. Uh, Trey Young, uh, of course, uh, you know, as yeah. well uh, on, on the Hawks. Not represented here. But he's having, a, you know, a, a, performing at, at a typical level for Trey Young, which I, I would say is, you know, pretty all, worthy of all-star consideration at the, at the bare minimum. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to mention New York Knicks, five seed in the – yeah, we'll get back to that in, in a little oh, bit. Let's okay. not step on the other parts of the uh, the rundown. Let's let's work our way through the rest of the uh, All Star roster. We got to talk about the West here. Let's acknowledge that uh, Doc Rivers is going to be coaching the uh, Eastern Conference as well. The uh, Sixers with the uh, best record in the East. So let's talk about some of these Western Conference reserves. Yeah, AD, Paul George. Yeah, I mean, so uh, AD not going to be participating in uh, in the All Star game. He's going to be replaced uh, in this one by uh, by Devin Booker. Uh, Emilio uh, was just uh, giving me the old uh, finger to the lips sign to indicate that perhaps I shouldn't uh, reveal uh, the identity of uh, his injury replacement. Yeah. Well, it's going to be Devin Booker. That cat's yeah. out of the bag now. Uh, obviously, the Suns have had a really good season so far. Uh, top four in the West looks like uh, quite a strong possibility for them. And they get two All-Stars here. Yeah, I think they probably deserve it. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Chris Paul deserves it, but... You know, I mean, a lot, a lot of times, uh, you know, the the impact of a player like Chris Paul isn't necessarily just shown in the, uh, you know, in, in the stats. I mean, this guy, you know, an 11-time All-Star, now, uh, you know, one of the all-time greats, to be sure. I, I know you you wouldn't quibble with that at all. Um, and it's had, you know, a huge impact on the uh, on, on the Suns this year. I mean, the Suns, have, you know, this is a better, higher level than the Suns have played out in a long time. And, uh, you know, it's just Chris Paul's first year there. Yeah, probably mainly impacted by Javon Carter, though. Well, he is uh, definitely making a big impact in uh, <laughs> in our house. Uh, let's also talk about uh, your, your man, your main man, uh, Dame Lillard. He's, uh, he's he's making his sixth appearance in the All Star game. Yeah, I think he deserved a starting spot. I mean, there's so many good players, but come on, it's Dame. 
Yeah, it would have been nice to see him start. I, I completely agree. I mean, get him in there instead of Luca. Probably having a better year than Luca. I feel like even Luca would uh, would acknowledge that at this point. But uh, he yeah. was like, "Do I deserve it over Dame?" I'm pretty sure. Exactly. So uh, Dame in his rightful spot in the All Star game, at least. Uh, so let's talk about these uh, these Jazz. Obviously, the Jazz having a phenomenal season, uh, best record in the NBA right now, and, and they got their two All Stars once again. Yep, Rudy Gobert who loves to dunk, and Donovan Mitchell who also loves to dunk. Yeah, Rudy Gobert, obviously, uh, you know the great uh, defensive center of uh, of his era. And uh, Donovan Mitchell, you know, phenomenal uh, scoring uh, wing player. Um, and uh, he's having another another uh, impactful year and uh, been a big part of uh, winning basketball with uh, with the Jazz. Also yeah. making the team, uh, Paul George, seven-time yes. All-Star now. And uh, this guy's great. What can you say? I mean, like, he's yeah. part of a great Clippers team, and uh, he's, he's an right enormous uh, aspect of it. Yeah, playing right now as we record on uh, February 28th in the uh, early evening here on the East Coast of the United States. <laughs> uh, and then uh, last but uh, certainly not least, uh, the youngest of, uh, of the All-Star selections, first-time All-Star, Zion Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't make the All-Star team that year. Um, yeah, he, um, I think he might deserve it. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, I, you know, I think he's he's unlocked some new aspects of his game this year, uh, handling the ball more, uh, initiating the offense, you know, uh, unleashing his uh, ability as a passer, but also just like getting to the rim. I mean, this guy, yeah. an incredibly efficient scorer this year in the league. I mean, averaging 25 and a half points per game. I mean, I, I know th there, are, there are a lot of guys who are scoring big, uh, you know, putting up big point totals around the league right now. That's kind of where we're at in terms of the overall uh, ebbs and flow of the league. But I mean, he's shooting 61% too. I mean, like really efficient from the floor. He's getting it done. Yeah, Zanos. Zanos, yes, that's his uh, basketball <laughs> reference uh, nickname. Uh, shout out, basketball <laughs> reference. We uh, we love you. All right, let's uh, let's let's transition away from. Oh, let's mention uh, Quinn Snyder is going to be coaching that uh, that Western Conference squad or the, the Team LeBron squad, I should say, um, representing the Western Conference. Obviously, his Jazz uh, had the best record in the league. Yeah, a chance to coach LeBron. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be uh, probably really exciting for Quinn Snyder. I mean, Quinn Snyder uh, coming from the uh, the G League ranks, obviously was a college coach prior to that. So, uh, you know, got an opportunity here uh, with uh, Coach the, LeBron. The, yeah, the greats in the game. Getting a chance to coach LeBron, as you uh, have said a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's transition from uh, talking about these All Stars to uh, reflecting on uh, some trends happening in the uh, in, in the standings. Let's uh, let's chat a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, really, really hot on the um, hot on the Wizards and Cavs. Yeah, so I mean, both both these squads have uh, have had a bit of a resurgence and have uh, gotten back into the playoff mix, I would say, in uh, in the last week or so. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I really don't think that they're going to have that good of a chance in the playoff mix. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I know, but I, I think I think that's putting them. I think that's maybe a little bit over the bar. Uh, you, th you don't think they can get there? Yeah, I, I, I just think there's going to be more breakaway by the teams like that are there now, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the Wizards. I mean, they won eight out of their last nine games. I mean, that's that, I guess, that's, that's yeah. a pretty impressive move. I mean, they had been kind of hovering down at the bottom of the Eastern Conference and really the bottom of the league standings overall with the with the Pistons and the Wolves. And now they're they've like made a, a significant move into another area of the standings. I would say. Yeah, I think that they have a chance. They're just gonna need to like 
fight to get past the like get past the bunch before the eight like before like to get past like the hawks would be huge kind of yeah i mean i, I agree with you so just to, to run this down for uh for the audience I and mean, we, we really got uh three teams that have kind of uh take made a move away from the rest of the pack at the top of the uh, eastern conference within the sixers the nets and the bucks uh, no surprise. No surprise, exactly. And then you've got a, a bit of a break, you got about three and a half games worth uh, before you get down into this next group, which is pretty large. I mean, yeah, you, know, you have between, I mean, there's like, what, uh, six teams or seven teams uh, within one game of one another? Yeah, so it's like the Raptors, the Knicks, the Celtics, the Heat, the Bulls, the Pacers, the Hornets, and it even goes down to the Hawks and Wizards. Right, who are just a game and a half behind that group, so... I mean, uh, yeah. it, it's it's wide open, really. I mean, I would say aside from the Pistons, who have slipped, uh, you know, to twelve and a half games back and three and a half clear of the next lowest team, the Cavs and the and the Magic, um, it's pretty wide open. Yeah, I think the Pistons definitely going to be at the bottom there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that makes sense for them, and uh, you know, nine and twenty four. So, I mean, as a Piston fan, not embarrassed by this uh, record. They've beaten some good teams, but uh, they're doing the losing that they need to do right now. And uh, as we look at the Western Conference in just a moment, we'll see some other teams that are uh, making a break to join them at the uh, the bottom of the league standings. Yeah, uh, for sure. So b- before we move on, though, I mean, uh, some some interesting uh, notes in the uh, in, in the middle of the pack there in the uh, Eastern Conference. I mean, the Heat yeah. have made a big move recently. Yeah, five in a row, including beating the Jazz to end their and their um, big run here. I mean, they have won one in a row now, but. Yeah, yeah, the Jazz have obviously been the hottest team in the NBA uh, so far this season, and the Heat getting a big win against them, and really right in the ship. I mean, they've won their last five. They were eleven and seventeen prior to that, but they're starting to get uh, get their their team back together. Uh, Jimmy Butler getting back in the flow, uh, you know, on a more consistent basis. We talked about him last week, uh, getting his triple double game going, and uh, it, it's been a big part of, uh, and, and you know, not a very surprising aspect of uh, of the Heat's return to the uh, playoff picture. Um, the Pacers uh, have, have slipped uh, quite a bit. I mean, they're now down yeah. into that nine spot. I, I think, you know, we've gotten used to seeing them a bit higher up, certainly uh, in, in the place of, uh, you know, a team like the Knicks, who are now sitting in the five spot is, or, and tied with the four. Or the Bulls or something. Yeah, so these teams have uh, have surprised a little bit. But then you do look at, at how closely bunched these teams are, and you realize with just like a hot week, I mean, we could be looking at a very different situation, you know, a week from now. Yeah. You want to look at the West a little bit? Yeah, let's take a look at the West. Yeah, it's um, it's been a little different at the West, I think. Um, actually, not. It's pretty close. So, but there's more teams pulling away at the top. Yeah, so let's talk about that. There's really four teams that have made a break for the top, with the Jazz uh, out in front of everyone by uh, three and a half games. So the Jazz really, I mean, asserting themselves in that one spot. Yeah, then the Clippers, um, Lakers, and Suns. But actually, right below that, and all those teams tied in the loss column. It should be said. I mean, like the, you know, that they uh, have an e- equal number of losses with eleven: the Clippers, Lakers, and Suns at this point. Yeah, just mentioning the Spurs are at the five seed right now. Yeah, seventeen and twelve. So just, uh, I mean, there's, there's a bit of a difference in uh, terms of games played, as we uh, I think mentioned last week. The Spurs have uh, been dealing with a coronavirus-related yeah. outbreak, so. Uh, they've had a few less games on their schedule so far. Obviously, those uh, you know the plan is to make those up in the second half of the season. I think it's the schedule's been released. Schedule has been released. Yeah, we'll we'll dig more into that in uh, in a future episode. Um, right now, the Spurs, you know, they know they're going to have a few games in hand uh, heading into that. Yeah, I guess I, I for, 
it kind of lost you there for a second. Oh yeah, sure. I'm right here. I'm right right next to you as we uh, as we record. Um, so the, the Blazers uh, just behind the uh, the Spurs, uh, just a half game back of, of the Spurs. As I mentioned, uh, you know they played a few more games, but uh, you know that'll all come out in the wash as uh, as the season rolls on. And uh, that's followed up by the uh, Warriors and uh, Nuggets in the uh, seven and eight spots right now, respectively. Yeah, and also the Mavericks and uh, Mavericks right behind them. Actually, not really right behind them. Yeah, Mavericks and Grizzlies within a couple of games as well in those nine and ten spots, which of course are uh, going to be relevant in the uh, playoff format that uh, the NBA has adopted for this season. Yeah, moving now to the bottom, you see the Rockets and the Timberwolves. The Rockets have lost ten straight games. Yeah, really uh, falling on hard times right now. I know Victor Oladipo's been missing games. Obviously, Christian Wood is, is uh, continuing to miss games. And, uh, yeah, they're just kind of in free fall right now. I mean, the Rockets, I mean, 10 losses in a row, that's going to jump out at you. Yeah, not very good. Um, not, not very good, I guess, unless you're trying to uh, bottom out and get a really high pick. I mean, I know these teams are all salivating over these guys at the top of the draft. Uh, for uh, you know this, this uh, coming NBA draft in uh, in, in 2021, uh, you know obviously later this year. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see whether there's any, uh, any any significant moves by by the Rockets or the the Timberwolves who have also lost seven in a row right now and have indeed the, the worst record in the league. Whether there are going to be moves made by these teams to get worse and further cement their position at the uh, at the bottom of the standings. Yeah. And are like the Thunder and Kings right now, and or the Pelicans who are kind of like teetering on the edge of like falling away. Uh, are are they going to make more moves in that direction? You know, like are they going to bail on the season and you know maybe trade some guys who uh, would be of interest to other teams? Maybe a you know George Hill type uh, if you're the Thunder. Yeah, or like a um, Zion Brandon Ingram trade uh, if you're the Pelicans. He's uh, he's joking about that. He's working on a. Uh, <laughs> career as a uh, basketball comedian uh, suggesting <laughs> preposterous things. All right. So, um, yeah. Uh, any other uh, interesting notes about the, uh, the Western conference right now? I mean, it, it's pretty bunched up too beyond the, uh, beyond that top group, I would say. Yeah. Not much to say, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So uh, glad we, uh, glad, glad we got that out there. All right. So let's, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be back in uh, just a moment to uh, cover a couple more topics and uh, wrap things up. We're back to, uh, continue our look at uh, the week that was in the uh, the NBA. Niels, there was a uh, big-time buzzer beater this week. Yeah, Lou Dort hit a one against the, um, the, the Spurs. Now we can move on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you want to say? I mean, you're you're the buzzer beater king. I mean, you, you... Oh, yeah, from the corner, Lou Dort. It's good. You love buzzer beaters. So, I mean, what would you say about this one? Um, yeah, it was a great one. I think he put it in through contact and – I think he was actually like wide open <laughs> on, on the buzzer beater. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna we're, we're, right we're gonna watch it uh, right now as uh, as we're recording. Mills will get another look at it. <laughs> He's wide open, but he then he falls down. That's why I thought. Oh, I see. Yes, I see. Right, you you see him on the ground immediately after the shot. Yeah, I guess it gets a wide open look. Uh, three ball there, and uh, he yeah. jams it. Yeah, he puts puts it in, and uh, and it's game over. He's got. He's definitely improved his three-point shooting. I think. For sure, uh, Lou Dort. I, I think you know, making a, a career for himself right now with uh, the three-point shot, working to the degree it is to go along with his, uh, you know, fantastic individual defense. Uh, let's let's uh, transition into a topic we uh, we enjoy on the show, talking about some of the top performances from the past week. 
Yeah, I just wanted to mention um, the Jared Allen back-to-back 26 points, 18, 17, um, 10, 11, 11, 11. I'm not sure just saying a bunch of numbers is necessarily <laughs> going to convey uh, how, just how great Jared Allen's performances were this week. But he had a couple of games this week against the uh, the Thunder and the Rockets in which he went 11 for 11 from the floor and 10 of 11 from the floor, respectively, uh, with 26 points in each game and uh, 17 and 18 rebounds, respectively, as well. So he was really putting up the uh, rebounding numbers as well as uh, being super efficient with his shot. Any other uh, performers really stand out to you this week? And we had a few career highs. We had a few triple doubles, as uh, as we often do. Yeah. Um, who's that? Bruce Brown with 29 points? Bruce Brown had a, had a monster night. Had 11 of 13 from the floor in a win against the Kings. Obviously, Bruce Brown on those uh, that net squad. 29 points. Real, real good stuff. Yeah, that's nice. And also somebody with 42 points. It's hard to line it up here on the spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, um, Shay. Yeah, Big Shea, night with 42 there. Yeah, Shea with the best, uh, most, most productive night of his career uh, to date. Uh, 42 points, as you mentioned, a career high. Six of 11 from uh, from three. And, um, you know, eight, eight rebounds, four assists as well. So, you know, he's really come into his own this year and has had uh, a number of really terrific performances. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, an amazing performance there. And also Draymond Green getting his 24th, 25th career triple-double with 19 assists, 12 rebounds, and 11 points. So great game with um, 19 assists. First one ever to do it since... For the Warriors, since Baron Davis. Yeah. Since Baron Davis, yes, yes. Yeah, so it had been a long time, and that's uh, you know really impressive work from, uh, from Draymond. Also wanted to talk about... Um, Giannis's work from uh, from the past week. He, you know, I mean, we're we're so used to seeing Giannis uh, perform at a high level. We actually just between segments here watched uh, Giannis uh, finish off a game for uh, for the Bucks against the Clippers. So we'll uh, bring that into next week's show as well. But uh, you know, this guy continues to perform at an MVP level. I mean, you can't deny him. Yeah, I think he's going to win three straight MVPs. To be honest. Yeah, that's really not the way that the, uh, the the narrative is going. I mean, right now, but I mean, look, you know, the Bucks right now are are, are uh, a game and a half behind the uh, the Sixers for the top spot in the Eastern Conference. It's not inconceivable to me at all that they could, uh, you know, move into the one spot before the season's over, and that Giannis could be looking like, you know, a pretty solid MVP choice uh, once again. Yeah, I mean, three trade MVPs, pretty good. It's pretty pretty impressive, but I mean, you know, you look at the like th- this week he had. Three games in which he uh, scored over 37 points. 37 points. I mean, you know. That's pretty good. Scoring at a very high level despite, you know, some obvious limitations with his shot. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he, he's terrific. Uh, we got a um, uh, triple-double this week from uh, Nikola Jokic as well, up to uh, 49 now in his career. Uh, we're going to see more of those, I'm sure, as uh, as time goes on. But he continues sure. to, uh, to climb that triple-double list. Also wanted to mention uh, Saban Lee. With 21 points, and that is career high. Well, he's a second-round pick. I mean, you know, just making his way into the NBA this year, just getting some run. Uh, DeLon Wright, uh, unfortunately, uh, out right now with the Pistons. So Saban Lee getting some more opportunity than he might otherwise. And uh, he's making the most of it. So definitely a guy to uh, to keep an eye on as, uh, as the season progresses. As the Pistons get better. Yeah, as the Pistons get better. I mean, that, that that's true. I mean, it's another asset for them. Also, uh, got to mention this uh, performance from George Niang. I mean, he played uh, just 16 minutes, 7 of 7 from 3. Yeah, and 21 points. So, I mean, that's all shots, and he made all of them. Yeah, that's a uh, pretty efficient night. I mean, uh, 21 points in 16 minutes on 7 shots. It's pretty good. Yeah, you can't, you literally 
can't do better than that, I guess, unless you are drawing fouls on your uh, on, on your three balls. On every single shot. Yeah, so were there, were there other uh, notable performances that you wanted to uh, to address from this week? I mean, certainly, uh, you know, as, as always, there's a wide array of uh, terrific uh, nights to uh, to pay attention to. Yeah, Daquan Jeffries putting up a big night with 18 points. He had 17 points in another game. Well, yeah, we mentioned uh, Daquan Jeffries previously. I mean, this guy, um, did we not mention him last I week? I don't think we mentioned yeah, him. Yeah, maybe we did. But uh, Daquan Jeffries had a uh, phenomenal, uh, it was a five for five uh, three point shooting night uh, just recently. Was it five for five or six for six? I, I can't even remember. But um, he, uh, yeah, I mean, continuing to factor into uh, in, into the, uh, the King's plans right now. I mean, he's, uh, you know, it's, been interesting to see him emerge. Certainly, uh, you know, an impressive, uh, you know, imposing physical specimen. And, uh, you know, in this game that you were just referring to in which he scored uh, the 18 points, played almost 40 minutes. I mean, really getting a lot of run uh, on that squad right now. Yeah, also just um, some really good games by, yeah, 38 points for um, for Daniel Gallinari in a game. On, on, on 10 of 12 shooting, this was against the uh, – in a win against the Celtics – Pretty good one on the twenty fourth. Yeah, I mean that that's uh, an unconscious shooting night. Ten of twelve on threes. Yeah, that's pretty good. And also, just want to mention um, Joel Embiid just up to his normal stuff with um, forty two points in the game. And um, yeah, I mean, pretty good game. He had Nikola Jokic with forty one in the game. So no huge, huge nights like no over fifty, but. A lot of good nights this weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, a little bit less in, in the way of uh, triple doubles and uh, you know career highs than we've seen in uh, in some weeks, but uh, you know a, a number of terrific performances. And I think you know the Shea Gilgis Alexander uh, story is is definitely one to keep an eye on because uh, he's he's really emerging and uh, you know getting to another next level in his uh, career. I think. Yeah, he's. I think he's going to be a good player. For sure. I mean, you know, I know he's not uh, not in the All Star mix for uh, for this year as we covered earlier in the episode, but I don't think he's too far away. Yeah, neither do I. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on this uh, this episode of uh, Barnards on the NBA. Of course, we'll uh, aim to be back with you midweek for a uh, player specific episode. But uh, either way, we'll uh, be back here with you uh, this time next week to uh, discuss uh, what's going down in the NBA. If you're uh, interested in getting in touch with us, you can do so at uh, Barnards on the NBA at uh, gmail.com or Barnards on NBA at uh, Twitter. Bye. Very nice to see you.